violence becomes more powerful than justice, and fear becomes more powerful than hope, and all the meanings have changed, and the hero will emerge. Hey everybody, you are listening and watching to the We Are Rising podcast. This is your host, Andrew Benjamin. I have no idea where my co-host, Gabe, Jade Christian Gary is. Uh, he's incognito right now in parts unknown. But uh, with us, we have Kaiju Power, Lindsay Snow, who will be making her return to Josh Barnett's Bloodsport October 11th in Indiana. You can watch it on Fight.tv. And she'll be part of the four-women's tournament, four-person women's tournament going on uh, on the show, she'll be taking on Layla Hirsch in the first round, or I guess, yeah, the first round, or are they calling it? Or yeah, it's a, it's, I, I feel like, uh, how it's gonna work is, like, you know, the, there's gonna be the first round, right, and then, like, um, the winners of that round will compete against each other for first place, obviously, oh. and then, uh, I'm not sure if there's gonna be, um, another match for, like, the two that didn't win the first round for a third, you know? So, we'll see. I got we'll you, but see how, uh, how again, that works out. I'm really excited just to be a part of this. Thank you again for, for talking to us, though, about it. We appreciate you taking your time out on the beautiful Florida weather uh, yeah. <laughs> to talk to us. Um, I just want to know, though, uh, pandemic has affected wrestlers in many ways. I'm curious to know, what have you been doing, and uh, yeah, what you, how have you been coping? Man, uh, the pandemic has really, like, just screwed up a lot of, a lot of things for everybody, you know, um, wrestlers for, for sure have uh, have definitely felt it um mainly just because like i haven't been able to like travel and i haven't been able to um do what i what i love and uh, on like a, a weekly basis anymore you know um that's that's been like kind of uh kind of sad and like disheartening you know because like you just want life to go back to normal you know and then uh when when something like this happens um you know you, you got to you got to find the positives in, you know, all of this negativity and you got to like, you got to, uh, just try to stay focused. Like for me, um, I'm, I'm super lucky that, uh, I have other things that keep me occupied, like tattooing, drawing, painting. Um, I've been learning how to gild things, uh, over quarantine, which is like, uh, making them gold. <laughs> so like, um, I've been learning about that and, uh, learning about like acid etching on um, metal and stuff like that. So um, I've been keeping myself busy with YouTube videos and uh, learning new skills and learning new trades uh, over the quarantine. But, um, you know, like I haven't been able to go like to train jiu-jitsu or like train catch wrestling uh, because, you know, like the gyms were closed. And so that, that really like, that really sucked. So now um, since Florida, good old Florida, we opened up uh, last Friday, you know, so now we're in phase three, so now, like, you know, theme, park, theme parks could be at full capacity now, gyms could be at full capacity now, so, um, you know, it looks like things are gonna start getting back to normal, so thankfully, like, right before, right before Bloodsport. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, because it doubly must have affected you, well, I don't know, maybe even triply, because, yeah, you're a pro wrestler, so if you want to go train at a pro wrestling school or do some pro wrestling race stuff, can't do it. If you want to do go in jujitsu, which uh, are you still a blue belt in jujitsu? Yeah. Okay. If yeah. you want to still train in jujitsu, grappling, whatever, can't do it. Uh, MMA yeah. gyms are closed. 
And I don't know, were tattooing, was your business affected as well? Cause that's... Yeah, so, so everything that I do was like, just like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you can't do anything that you love. How's <laughs> that? Sweet quarantine. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I wasn't able to, uh, my shop wasn't able to be open. Like we were, um, like the, the one good thing about my shop is that we are, like everybody that works there is like all appointment only anyways. So, like, that's where we kind of looked out at because, like, um, if, if we did have clientele that wanted to be seen, you know, once we were able to, like, actually be in there tattooing, um, we, we were able to, like, set up appointments and stuff like that so that we could tattoo. But, um, yeah, dude, as far as, like, walk-ins and stuff like that, we weren't able to take any kind of walk-ins because, you know, you, you got to, like, make sure that you follow all the guidelines that the health department sets in front of you, you know, like, with the sanitizing everything um you know we didn't uh we, we actually like split our days into shifts um like i would work the night shift um because like uh luckily like a lot of my clients that wanted to get tattooed all had like, day jobs and stuff like that so um you know if they wanted to come in at like nine or ten o'clock at night it would be great because then you know i could tattoo them you know at night time and not have to worry about anyone else coming you know, to the shop because, like, everybody else is on, like, day shift. They all have families and stuff, so, uh, like, they have, like, little kids, so, like, they, they would get their stuff done at, like, in the morning time. So, we, we kept it really, like, separated and um, just, like, uh, we were, like, really, really on top of things whenever we were allowed to start getting back into it. And now, like, um, since phase three happened, uh, we're, we're, like, finally back to, like, almost normal. Mm. Well, it sucks especially because I know that tattoo. Well, I know any reputable tattoo shop, and I'm I'm not gonna not assume that yours is not a reputable tattoo shop. It obviously is. You know they are very sanitary. You know I know for a fact I I don't have any tattoos by friends who get tattoos. And uh, up here in New York, there's a whole bunch of rules regulations for tattoo shops regarding you know beforehand, during, and after. So it just sucks that I hear that you know that you know probably. What probably one of the cleanest places would be, uh, uh, most sanitized place would be your tattoo shop, and you know, yeah. the fact that you can't, uh, you can't have clients or anything, or anything, yeah, it, it sounds like well, it's, it's just awful. It, it it was wild because like okay, so like in order for um, like hair salons and stuff to open back up, they actually had to adopt our cleaning like regimens and stuff like that, and they had to start like following like our guidelines you know, like, that we're already doing, so it's just, like, okay, cool, well, like, since they have to, like, adopt our way of doing things, you know, like, wouldn't that make sense that we're allowed to open, too, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, nope. <laughs> I'm curious to know, did you happen to uh, get any uh, in wrestling in, uh, I mean, what was your last wrestling match, if you happen to recall, like, this year? Um... Well, I just wrestled Thunder Rosa, um, like, a couple of weeks ago. Oh okay. Well, title. oh, okay, okay. So you're back yeah. to wrestling. You are back to... Yeah, uh, okay. well, I've had, I've had two matches since quarantine. <laughs> okay. So, um, I wrestled Thunder Rosa in Texas um, on the 19th of September. And then um, about maybe like a month prior to that, uh, I had a match in Minnesota. And like everything was real, real weird at that first match back, you know, because it was like I had to wear a mask to the ring and everything like that. Um, and like, luckily, uh, I've been like COVID tested like a bunch now, <laughs> so, like, uh, I haven't had to worry about that. And like, 
that was like the sketchiest part for me like going back to wrestling was like the travel you know like getting to the show like not the actual match itself i was fine with like going back to wrestling you know mm. but like it was just like going back to wrestling but like the uh the travel part where you have to like walk through like the airports and stuff and like you've got like all these uh people that you're passing that you don't know where they just came from and it's all sketchy <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm, uh, you looking for i'm guessing now it's probably a miami uh miami dade international uh, airport um no i'm out up in jacksonville oh jacksonville okay i apologize yeah um, yeah um, so I'm just curious to know, uh, uh, well, I haven't been to an airport since probably last year. What is it like traveling through an airport right, right now? Oh, man. Um, it's weird. It's so weird. Like, just so, like, it's, like, kind of eerie. Like, it's, like, almost like a, um, like a science fiction movie. You know, you're walking through all of these, like, uh, different, like, stations basically now like you know it's still it's still set up like how you know you have to walk through tsa and everything but now like there's like these giant sneeze guards and like i don't know man it's so weird it's like it's a one you know one step closer to like some 1984 shit so. if, if you don't mind me asking you also as well um florida um i don't know some people weren't happy with how florida has been reacting to this whole uh, the whole thing. I'm just curious to get your thoughts. What, what do you think about what's going on in Florida with uh, everything reopening? I know you have a business as well, so you also have a stake in wanting to obviously reopen your business. Uh, but I just want to get your thoughts. Like, do you think it was appropriate for Florida to make this next step? Um, you know what? Uh, like, everybody always wants to shit on Florida. And I feel like we aren't the only bad, like, it wasn't, like, just us. Like, Texas was doing this too, you know? Mm. But, like, everybody, like, wants to be mad at Florida all the time. And, uh, okay, so uh, you remember, like, the beaches picture where it said, like, that was our beach? Yes. It wasn't our beach. It was a beach in L.A. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, yeah, because L.A. opened up, and then the week they opened up, they had, like, they went whoop, and then Governor yeah. Newsom was like, okay, nope. Go back. Go back home, everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, like, I feel like uh, Florida is just, like, always winds up as, like, the scapegoat for, like, the United States. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't necessarily feel like uh, it was, like, done particularly uh, the best way possible, you know, but... Um, if it had to, if it had to start, you know, like at least like we were the ones that did it because the whole rest of the country already hates us anyway. Well, also, and, and you know that you know it's funny that re that Florida has become kind of the uh, it's kind of the, the wrestling center of the uh, of the United States at least now. You know, you got AEW and WWE running out for I think WWE still in Florida, I believe, uh, doing the all their yeah. shows there. And the PC, and then like uh, they've been doing like Raw and SmackDown at the Amway in Orlando too. So you know. Um, How's it feel that Florida has become kind of like the epicenter of pro wrestling? Uh, to some it's degree now. It's always been that way, though. You know, like, uh, you had FCW down in Tampa. Uh, you know, like, Tampa has literally uh, always been, like, where wrestlers go to. Like, it, I feel like it's because, like, <laughs> like, Florida in general is, like, a lot warmer, you know? So, um, I feel like our joints don't hurt as bad because of the, the warm weather, you know? Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, Florida has always been, like, the draw. For wrestlers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, also, so let's talk about wrestling. Let's talk about your return to Bloodsport. 
Uh, you're part of the four women's to I keep on saying four four person women's tournament. Uh, alongside Allison K, uh, Killer Kelly, and, and your opponent uh, in the opening uh, will be uh, Layla Layla uh, Hirsch. Um, and so I'm just curious to know, you know, there was supposed to be a tournament earlier this year for Bloodsport. They were going to do the Gotch Robinson tournament uh, WrestleMania weekend. Got canceled because of COVID. But now uh, you're. They're, it looks like they're trying almost like a preamble to a tor to a tournament style. They have that down the line. How does it feel to be part of the first Bloodsport tournament uh, in the show? Oh, man, it's awesome. Um, I, I love that uh, Josh keeps putting his faith in me to, to make history. You know, um, last year uh, I got to be in the first women's match ever on Bloodsport. And, um, you know, th that was a huge honor in itself. But now uh, he's allowing me to make history again and be a part of this tournament. And, uh, you know, with my fellow Bloodsport veteran, AK, um, yeah, it's it's going to be so sick. We're, we're going to murder each other. It's going to be great. <laughs> so just let's, let's talk about your match. I mean, we obviously you know you're going to be facing Layla Hirsch. Now you go on to win. You don't know who you're facing next, Killer Kelly or Allison Kay. How's it feel? Yeah. To, I mean, how do you... Do you when you prepare for a match where you don't know who you're facing next? Do you prepare for both? Do you prefer prefer to face someone who you think might be the tougher? Prepare for the more tougher uh, competitor. How do you how do you go about that? Oh, I just I just prepare for war, man. Like it, it doesn't matter who I have to face. I know that my end game is to win, and like that's my goal. I I don't care who I have to face. I just know that I have to go out there and destroy. Like that's just. Uh, that's the only thing on my mind. <laughs> and uh, also, you know, I think it's fair to say you probably, as far as I can recall, you probably have the most tournament experience because you've done jujitsu tournaments. Um, so you know the pace that a tournament requires. Uh, I don't yeah. know how many people you have to face in a tournament. Sometimes these tournaments you face the same person like three or four times because nobody else is in your is in the same uh, weight league or division. But yeah, um, a lot of times, like I would, um, I would go in and. Um, you know, be one weight, but then, like, there wouldn't be anybody at my weight, so I'd have to, you know, get caught up, and, like, they, um, I remember one fight, uh, or one match I had, um, I was, like, 132 pounds, and my opponent was, like, 187 pounds, <laughs> so it was, like, it was pretty wild, you know, like, the, the weight difference, but, you know, I still went out there, and I, I did what I had to do, and I, I took a limb with me, and, you know, that's, that's just my that's my end game. I had watched some of your uh, BJJ matches. Was that the one you won by heel hook? The one, uh, no, what? that one was actually um, I won by armbar, and um, I actually like I roll her over and uh, armbar her. <laughs> so mm. like I, I grab her head and do like a back roll and then armbar her at the end of that. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm no stranger to um, to having to fight a bigger opponent, um, a heavier opponent. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm, I'm very confident in my skills. Now, with Layla Hirsch, um, I don't want to say that she's new to wrestling, because she, she, she's not, but she's definitely, out of all three of you, probably has, I would say, maybe the least amount of ingrained experience, I feel like. Do you think, obviously, I don't think you would obviously are going to go in there, you know, taking her, taking easy on, thinking she's going to be an easy opponent, but how do you prepare for somebody who, I don't know, you really don't know a lot about, because they just haven't been in, in the environments for so much, there's almost, there's kind of a little surprise element because you don't know what she's got in her back pocket to bring in your I match. I have a little bit of an advantage yeah. because I have faced Layla Hirsch before. Oh, what was this? If you don't mind me asking. This was uh, for Ladies Night Out in um, San Antonio last year. 
so yeah, I actually, well, I, I believe it was in Texas City. Yeah, so I actually had faced Layla Hirsch, but in a pro wrestling match, not in a blood sport style um, event. So I, uh, I know um, a little bit about her, and uh, I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just ready to like go in there and, and just do do work <laughs> I see you right here that's for title match wrestling so if anybody wants to watch that match they can watch that title match wrestling the first thing that literally comes up Leo Hirsch will just know first match that comes up okay so okay so that makes it interesting now you know somebody you know that you you know her so uh does that uh, now, but it's a different environment though you know not the typical pressing rules no yeah, ropes a, you know you're not gonna you, yeah you're not gonna stage. be sorry 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 go ahead oh I was just gonna say it's like a different stage so it's like you know, it's a it's a whole different animal. And for this, um, do you prepare any different? Or do you want to? Do you foresee the fight going? Like, do you want to keep it standing up? Do you want to take it to the ground, which is probably where your advantage is? How? how or do you kind of see how your opponent wants to where they want to keep it, but then do the opposite of what they want to do? Can you just talk about that? Yeah. Um, okay. So I know that her background is uh, is wrestling. Mm. Like, um, she's like a folk style, freestyle wrestler. So, um, you know, uh, I, I know that obviously I'm going to have to defend some takedowns. Um, I would like to keep it on the feet for a little bit, at least, you know, um, because I, I know that I've got some, some pretty vicious strikes and, uh, I, I know that she, uh, I'm going to have to reach advantage on her. She's a little bit littler than me. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, so I'll, I'll have like a little bit of a reach on her, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm always game to take it to the ground because I know how to how to finish it from there, you know. So I just want to inflict a little bit of damage, you know, weaken weaken the tree before I chop it all the way down. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now with the other two opponents, uh, Allison Kay and Killer Kelly, is there? Somebody who you prefer to face on the next round, or is you just get you happy to take on all competitors, or is there? Any... I'm happy to take on all competitors, like anybody that I can get in the ring with. But I want AK. I want AK. <laughs> why? Why AK? Why? Why AK so bad? Oh man, she's talking about how she wants to butter be in some hoes, but she doesn't even know about the geeky pseudo in the crew, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you two ever been in a match before? Um. Or... But we've worked for um, we've worked for the same companies before, you know. We've been in the ring together, but uh, not actually had a match. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I know he's gonna he, he might ask it eventually, but he's been asking all of our uh, and all the uh, fan uh, fan questions, uh, gentlemen's combat. Uh, he's been asking all of our, all the people we've been interviewing if you've been watching any Vocon to prepare for your match for uh, <laughs> for uh, blood sports. Watching a lot of really bad horror movies. <laughs> and, well, what, oh, what have you been watching? Big ass spiders. Oh, and, uh, that one's really funny. Um, and then uh, I watched oh Sharkpuss versus Whalebull. That was a good one. Uh, <laughs> you know, you got Piranha <laughs> So like these are like sci-fi, like late night Saturday night sci-fi movies of bad CGI. Uh, yeah, that's my shit. I uh, love that. Sharknado, <laughs> like Sharknado type things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but worse. <laughs> worse. Okay, okay. No, that's no, that's really bad. If you're saying those are worse, and that's those must be like not, not even entertainingly bad. Well, they they're entertaining for sure. 
So I'm curious to know also as well as a tattoo artist. Um, I'm curious to know, you probably see a lot of people, anybody in, uh, that you see in your daily life. I'm curious to know, what has been the worst tattoo you've ever seen on somebody? Oh man, I've seen a lot of really bad tattoos. Like some that I, I probably, like I can't even like say. Like they're not bad. Yeah, man. There, there's a lot of uh, really questionable things uh, that I've seen. Uh, probably like the worst. Oh, earlier today, I was um, I was driving home and uh, there's this guy and he's like holding like the uh, like you know the sign guys that like twirl the signs yeah. out in front of businesses and stuff. Well, uh, this dude, he like had uh, like Thor's hammer tattooed on his like it started like a widow's peak and then it came up and like. The rest of the hammer went back, and then he had uh, giant black circles tattooed on his eyes. I was like, damn, that's pretty legit. You have a medieval helmet. <laughs> like, as a tattoo cool. artist, have you ever told had to tell somebody uh, who wanted a tattoo, like, that, no, you just can't do that tattoo. You just would not feel like it would... I mean, um, you know, sometimes people want to get really dumb things that... Uh, that I, I personally, like, if it's something, like, I, I won't do, like, racist tattoos or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I won't do stuff like that. And if that makes the person, like, mad at me, then whatever. Um, I just, I won't do stuff like that. <laughs> so. I'm curious to know, since the last time we talked, uh, uh, or, you know, have you gotten any new tattoos since then? Oh, yeah, I got, like, the whole side of my head done. I got a cool jaguar. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. Okay. Like, well, since we've been quarantined, because, like, uh, I, I was able to have, like, a, a couple weeks off to heal it. But now i got to get the other side. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. What, you got anything planned for that side that you can... Yeah, I got, I got a couple things planned, so we'll see which one makes the cut. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, also, uh, uh, I'm curious to know as well, have you ever wrestled outdoors before? Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, what's the difference between wrestling outdoors and indoors, since this show will be outdoors? Do you have a preference? Uh, anything oh, that... Would much rather wrestle indoors because like uh well for one ac you know and it gets hot as balls outside um then you have to worry about how hot the mat gets Mm. because um you know if it's not a canvas you know uh then like sometimes like people put like tarps and stuff down and like that stuff gets so hot like if you're on the ground for like more than five seconds you're getting burned you Mm. know so it's like it's not very fun it's so funny (laughs) All, all the rest of, almost all the rest of we talked to has said, yeah, as long as, you know, I don't like if they have tarp or something covering the canvas because, it, yeah, it will burn uh, yeah, badly. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, is there, um, is, so with, th- with this match as well, I'm, I'm curious to know, how, do you know how well you're going to be pacing yourself, especially because you know you potentially could have a second match coming up or uh, whether you go on or don't go on in the tournament? Uh, do you, do you take the match slower or do you, do you want to end it as quickly as possible to, to have as much of your, I, yeah, I, to be more physically like, capable? Like as possible is always the goal because uh, you don't want to, and especially like in a tournament, like you don't want to gas yourself out on like the on the first match because you know you, you're going to have to continue. Hopefully, you'll have to continue. You know, but um, there's also like opponents that you do need that extra. You know. You do need to gas 
like hit the gas pedal and, and, and you do need to run through them. And it, sometimes it, it doesn't go as fast as you would like it. Um, but you know, you have to do whatever it takes. And, um, I, I'm saying, I, I would like to pace myself and I know that that would be, uh, the best idea, but like, you, you can't control what happens out there. Like once it starts happening, you know, you just have to do it and you, 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 you like, uh, for me, like I have this thing where like, I won't like allow myself to give up, like I can't give up, you know? So like, um, yeah, you just have to keep that mentality, keep that mindset, you know, you can't give up and you can't, uh, gas yourself out completely, but like you have to know when to, when to accelerate, you know, and when to hit the brakes. And also, I'm also curious to know as well, uh, uh, have you, are you doing any other shows for that week? Cause this is for the, uh, there's going to be the, uh, collective weekend with Joey Janela spring break, some other shows going on, Black Lives Pro. Have you been, is there any, are you doing just Bloodsport or any other shows? Yeah, ever? I'm just doing Bloodsport. I'm just doing Bloodsport. Um, I prefer to like focus solely on that because it is a, it is a really big deal, but, um, you know, I'll, I'll probably attend, the, I'll, I'll probably attend the other shows. Uh, and also, uh, you got, do you have any more matches coming up, uh, this year or anything that you can say that you will, anything that you could talk about in terms of pro wrestling besides Josh Barnett's sports board? Um, in November I have, um, uh, SWE coming up in San Antonio again, so I'll be going back to Texas. Um, other stuff I can't really talk about. <laughs> but you, you can at least say that you do have other stuff in the works. Yeah. Okay, good. There's other stuff in the, in the works. Okay, I'm, I'm, you, I know you said you also took up gilding, so like, you said that's yeah. ma making stuff into gold, so you mean like, I don't know, like, so like, I have a bowl in my hand, and like, I like, put gold on it and make it into a gold bowl or something like that? Okay, so basically like, um, it's like this form of, uh, yeah, basically like, um, you put like, you put down like a layer of an adhesive type deal, and then, um, use like sheets of gold foil or like gold flake and uh you can apply it that way and then you have to seal it so um it's been really fun learning about it uh i think it's like a super cool way just to make um well i like making signs and stuff like that too like um i, I work with wood a lot so uh i'm like i'm really into like making things and like um i just think that it's like that next step to like like making real fancy shit, you know. <laughs> mm. uh, well, because uh, from the way you sound, when I hear gilding, I'm like, I'm thinking like this is like some 18th century stuff she's talking yeah. about. Like I'm yeah. just, I'm just picturing you with like a thing over your uh, over your face, and you're holding like a gold, like thing, something like that. You're over like a smelting pot or something. So I'm, I was trying to figure out like what is, what is gilding. So that's why I had to ask specifically what it was. But it doesn't sound that too. It's not that as intricate. It is intricate, but not as that intricate as oh, I thought. It, it takes it takes a uh, a lot of patience and um like <laughs> it's funny because uh me and like uh one of the dudes at work we're we're talking about how like um if you're from Jacksonville you can't be patient about anything <laughs> like <laughs> like with paintings and stuff like that uh like all of my friends that are from Jacksonville that are all painters so, like we can't like let something dry all the way you know like we always end up like uh, touching it or like having to add something more to it, you know, and like before it's all dry or something like that. And so um, we're joking about that because like gilding, like it takes a lot of patience, you know. And so it's like, man, it's so crazy that the like me and um, my friend Thomas are like super into this because it's like uh, you can't like be from Jacksonville and be patient, <laughs> mm -hmm. but you, you have to like you there you don't have a choice. <laughs> you have so to you have to do that or like you have to let it sit or else. Uh, 
So I'm also curious to know, uh, being that you are in Jacksonville, I'm curious, and if you can talk about it, or as much as you can say, AEW, which is currently running out of the uh, Jackson Jaguar, Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium, I'm curious to know, are they some a promotion that you'd be interested in uh, wrestling for in the future, since you're, you're so close? Um, is that anything that's ever crossed your mind? For sure. I would, I would love to wrestle for AEW. Um, they have a, a lot of very, very talented people on their roster. Um, even their, like, extra talent is sick, you know? So it's like, man, like, I, I just want to um, I just want to go out there and be able to, to show, like, what I'm made of. And, um, like, all opportunities are, are welcome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... But with uh with this uh with this uh, match coming up, I'm just, I'm just curious to know, um, would you uh so you know another Bloodsport show in the future? You know, you go on to win this tournament. Uh, do you, uh do you foresee yourself kind of Bloodsport becoming kind of like in a way your home promotion in a way because it's kind of like it's such a unique promotion and being a part of it. Like not everybody gets to get invited to a Bloodsport show. That's a thing. It's like right. a unique set of people. Is yeah. where would you say that? I'm gonna ref- let me rephrase that question actually. Where would you say that Bloodsport ranks among all the promotions you you wrestle for in terms of like your eagerness and your your just your overall positive feeling wrestling for them. Where does Bloodsport rank among them? Number one, it's my favorite promotion that I wrestle for, um, just because I it's a hybrid of everything that I love, you know. Um, and then I know when I go out there, I'll be able to showcase my skills and um, and not so much of a pro wrestling way, you know. Um, but it is still pro wrestling, you know? Yes. So it's like, uh, it's, um, to me, it's like that, that would be like my baby. If like, <laughs> you know, like if I could like say like, there's one, one promotion that I feel like it, it allows me to exhibit my skill level the best. And, um, what I get most hyped for is definitely blood sport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that being said, um, I, do you, uh, I want to give you an opportunity to uh, say whatever you want to the other participants, uh, Layla Hirsch included, uh, to the, uh, that, uh, in case they ever listen to this audio, uh, to say about your match coming up, or matches, I should say. Uh, the floor is yours. Man, uh, I hope that you guys prepared as much as I did for this because this is uh, what I've been looking for, like looking forward to since my match with Sumi and um you know I feel like uh I feel like last year I um I didn't I didn't pull the trigger uh like I should have and um now I feel like I have some ground to to make up for and um I don't really care who stands in front of me all I have in my mind is just destroy have they actually said if there's going to be like a trophy or something along the lines or it's just kind of like you're the winner of the tournament? Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I guess we're going to find out. I <laughs> mm-hmm. um, also want to give you an opportunity to uh, plug any social media or if you have a Twitch channel or I don't know, anything that you want to give a plug to, shout out to, the floor is yours as well. Okay, um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Kaiju Power, K-A-I-J-U. And, um, yeah, or you can find me on, um, Facebook. I have a, uh, fan page there as well. Lindsay Snow, the American Kaiju. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, you can see Lindsay Snow taking on, uh, Layla Hirsch in the four-person women's tournament. Women. What? I said in round one. In round one. In round one of the, uh, four-person women's tournament. 
and uh, possibly see her into round two, the finals of the tournament at uh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, October 11th. Uh, and that'll be at 7 p.m. and it's on a Saturday. You can order the show on Fight.tv, either single uh, as just part, just part Barnett's uh, Bloodsport, or you can order as a part of the collective. Uh, which is, uh, hey, listen, if you want to order the whole collective, by all means, go ahead. If Barnett's Bloodsport is the only show that you're interested in, that's fine. It'll, it'll, probably, it'll be the best wrestling show that day uh, if you choose to only buy that. But, hey, you know, you got other great shows as well. Joy Janela's Spring Break and uh, For the Culture. Uh, I know that Black Label Pro is also running that week and Freelance Pro as well. So you got, you got your pick of the litter. But if you have my personal opinion, Bloodsport will probably be the best show of the weekend. And with that being said, Lindsay, we thank you so much for talking to us. Um, and uh, we wish you best of luck in your match. You know, you're going to have a lot. It's going to be a lot. It'll be great to see you wrestle twice. I hope that's what happens. And, uh, yeah, you know, get a trophy, uh, plaque, or whatever they plan to give at the end, hopefully. Hopefully they get something uh, like a gold, a gold medal. I don't know. Um, that would be sick. Yeah. Be tight. And, uh, yeah, also uh, stay safe, stay healthy, you know, and uh, looking forward to October 11th. Yeah, me too, man. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to, uh, to get out there and uh, just show show the world one more time what I got. And, um, yeah, I'm, I won't disappoint. I can promise you that. Okay, great. Thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it.